0: Welcome to the Landscape Photography Vlogcast, hosted by myself, Tom Peters, aka The Photo Ninja, all right north, Paul Thompson Photography, and it's truth, mate, it's Matt Bishop, we cover all things photography and chat to some of the best photography minds in the business. Put your feet up, the kettle on, and let's jump straight into this week's vlogcast.
1: Yeah, for right. sure.
2: Mm. Yeah. I think when you're referring to this, is it about it's about people selling themselves as artists? If you're expressing yourself as an artist, that's fine. I think. It's when <clears throat> it's when you're actually selling yourself as an artist as a profession. I think in photography there is far too many people out there now who consider themselves as a professional. It's There's no doubt that photography, especially landscape photography, has become easier because of all the information that we can access to. But to actually sell yourself as an artist, it does make it difficult for the real artists out there that are trying to at least make some form of career and and to maintain that craft that they've built on with so much hard work. Is, are these sort of the points that you're trying to, to get to Enrico? Well, I think there is a,
3: like a, a very thin cartoon that people that is not in the business can see about the true of the business of landscape photography. Mm. Uh, it's very easy to say I'm a professional photographer because i'm selling workshops or videos but the difference is another one. First of all we should uh, understand if okay that is not our problem but i mean most of these people are just uh very young that are not uh, a true sustainable business are just mm making a lot of noise uh, because of course it is it's instagram and instagram make all the things very very easy i mean yeah. just some backstage a sponsorship and ambassadorship like uh, okay i'm ambassador of the x brand and mm-hmm. uh, i'm a professional and of course this is just like uh come si dice facciata in inglese <laughs> faccia <laughs> <laughs> non lo sai okay. facciata non lo so no quando vuoi far vedere qualcosa a qualcuno che in realtà non è
2: ah just to, to be fake okay esatto yeah. Exactly. yeah fake fake
3: yeah I think they they can show this fake reality of it's like the influencer on the web everybody they have beautiful girls lambo and ferrari (laughs) and and everything is fake and landscape photography is almost the same of course with less luxury (laughs) objects and and, uh, the sad thing i think that stuff is the sad stuff of, of the scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not shooting since one century. Uh, I moved my first steps in the world of landscape photography in 2008. And uh, I started to hmm. work as professional since... Uh, 2000,
2: 2009. You jump straight into it, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> my learning, my yeah.
3: learning curve was pretty long because at the beginning for me it was just a game. Uh, I think that is another good point that should be taken like a, an example. Most of the people are just jumping in the business because, of course, it's attractive. Uh, you think, uh, okay, I will be paid for making photographs. That is fantastic. I will yeah. travel everywhere shoot landscape and then be paid, okay. Mm. So this is the reason of why so many guys are trying to to jump in the business of landscape photography. Mm. And uh, I didn't, uh, at the beginning of my, my journey in the world of landscape photography, I wasn't focused on, on that idea. I was just shooting landscape because I was passionate about landscapes. Mm. Not because I was thinking to a career in the world of landscape photography. I jumped in in the world of landscape photography as professional because uh, I had the chance to meet a lot of American guys uh, like Aaron Babnik, Ted Gore. And we started to co-work together and then we started to plan workshops in the Dolomites in Italy. And so starting from that moment then everything has started to move and then uh, the, the, the 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 age of videos is born so I I started to make uh Skype processing sessions and mm-hmm. selling video tutorials and planning workshops, licensing mage and everything is then is is grew until today, but of course uh, what we can see from the social media is totally different. And of course, 90% it is. Ninety percent of the work of a photographer is not in the field, but is behind the screen.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well said. Very well said. Yes, it's, it's um, <laughs> it's interesting time. Time, sorry, mate. You haven't said anything a while, mate. You didn't fall asleep, did you? No. no what just... time is it over there? Enrico uh, did say that he I'm could fall asleep tonight. Uh, Uh, No, 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 no. I I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but Enrico and I chat quite a fair bit. It's obviously always about photography, Um, and every time I chat with him, I I get butterflies because of the words that come out of his mouth about um, photography. As in his words, you can tell that um, you know he's got experience and artistic feeling behind things and it's it's beautiful to hear Enrico thank you yeah
0: yeah beautiful I definitely agree I'm just yeah it's just nice to hear uh, your passion come out in the way you talk about it you know it's not just about taking pictures it's uh you know it's the whole it's the whole philosophy behind everything um yeah it's it's nice it's refreshing
3: yeah it is definitely mm. well I, for, for me if uh, it could be possible. I would love just to to work with my art, just leaving all the other things that are moving around. I would be happy just of uh, shooting and selling my works. But of course, it's just a dream nowadays. If you are not Peter Leek, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So <laughs> when when <laughs> when you um.
2: Oh, he's Australian, Peter Lick. Don't be mean. <laughs> Peter Lick is Australian. You be nice. No, he's joking. He's is Australian, isn't he? I don't know. I, I, I think, think he is. Bro, he's Australian. I think so. Yeah. Oh God! I just didn't make an ass out of myself, did you I? Know? Oh, but
1: anyway, it- the first time. Let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> well,
3: these galleries are impressive.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah yep. Well, I mean, not, not for the photographs itself, because sometimes are just okay. Pushes but pushes it, saturation beyond your wildest. Yeah, drones. but I mean the, yeah. the,
3: the structure and how ever, everything is organized and yeah, it's beautiful. It's just mm. like a, a museum. Mm. Oh. Mm. Moneys are making miracles. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> money goes to money. That's for sure. Will...
2: Yeah, definitely. So you were saying, Enrico, you would love to go full time, but you, well, you not, don't see it happening. Not in the, really, you know, mm. not really, because
3: okay. I want to keep uh, save my my willingness to shoot landscape because I I, I feel something, mm. not because I'm paid for that. So I think you can't do that if you want to. Well, nowadays in Southern Europe, and you know that because you are living in Italy, Mm. to build a a sustainable business of landscape photography, you can't do that only with your art. You need to teach in the field, make videos, selling products, and of course, it's challenging because the market is flooded off offers mm. and mm. a lot of free material on the web that like five years ago, it wasn't possible to find all the free stuff that is available today. Sure. So also the business of videos, I think, is, is changing and mm. uh, very soon will be limited. When I started the first video, about the start to finish that is nowadays that the most popular way of uh, producing uh, instructional videos was made by Zach Schnaff from Cascadia and Mm -hmm. made an example of um, an an exposure blending made with luminosity masks. Uh, At the time was science fiction was just something epic that nobody produced something like that. And I think mm-hmm. it was very interesting. Then all the guys that they followed his example, like Brian Dyer, Alex Noriega, and all the other, well, Alex. said They made <clears> his <throat> videos later, but the pioneer of videos, I think was Ryan before everybody. And I can't remember. Really? Okay. Hmm. It was one of the first guys making uh, a serious video about uh, start to finish.
2: Mm. Mm.
0: So, go back to um, actually taking your images. What yeah. is what is what is the main sort of drive, the main focus for you? Do you do you tend to draw on to the big mountain or the light? Because I know your images tend to have everything <laughs> so <laughs> it's hard it's hard
1: it's <laughs> obviously well,
3: definitely it's like, my, my, my favorite environment is uh, the Alpine and Alpine environment uh, I love the Alps and shooting the mountains and other sub-environments that are linked to the mountains like forests and waterfalls mm-hmm. because usually for me the season is played in various blocks uh, now is opening the season of green stuff so forest and streams yeah. and yeah. moss yeah. <laughs> and now is beautiful because it's fresh there is a lot of water because the, the snow is melting and i think yeah. now is in, in the lower part of the mountain is beautiful and then later during summer when maybe uh, starting from the mid of june uh you can you can start to go higher up in the mountains where there are wildflowers and everything is so green, like in Scotland.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and unfortunately, on the Alps, is, it's changing. Then later, maybe when you reach more or less the mid of July, uh, end of July, then the grass starts to change color and turning to yellow. And in September, you you can have uh, almost an uh, autumnal feeling in certain areas, especially mm. when you reach certain Agnes And uh, so my season usually is divided in this block. So spring uh, with rivers and mossy stuff, and that I love it. I think is, for me, is one of the most relaxing and mm-hmm. uh, enjoyable way of photographs, of taking photographs. Of course, it's just a matter of, of taste. Uh, I love forest yeah. in general, mm-hmm. and um, then later I move uh, shooting the Hopper area in the in the Alps, like starting from one thousand six hundred meters of elevation. Wow. Yeah, the, usually the, the 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 locations where I'm shooting are starting from uh, one thousand two hundred. 2,600 3,000 depends and uh, in, in that uh, all that elevation gain you have a lot of changes in different environments and of course mm. there are the right, the right moments to, to visit the places and taking different kind of subjects there. so definitely that is my favorite subject and, um, and then in October, fall is beautiful. The yeah. end of October is just mind blowing in the Alps, and it, everything is golden, red. You have to see it. Mm.
2: Yeah. So you, yeah, you guys much... need to come over. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: yeah. See so you very much yeah. about uh, planning your shots, or are you more? Do you just go out and see what you can get, or are you much more focused than that?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, I'm planning a lot. I love to have a B plan, so I'm trying always to to focus my stays uh, in locations where I can change my plans. Well, of course, we e, e, during the mid of summer, and e, if you're looking for shooting the peaks and the the most uh, interesting areas uh, at a certain elevation. Uh, and you have to sleep in a tent or in a hut and there is um, a lot of hiking. So you, you can't have a real B plan. So you you have just to, to take care about the weather conditions and trying to find a good compromise between good weather and bad weather. Uh, because bad weather, if it's too bad in, in the Alps, it, it's seriously bad and it's dangerous yeah. because mm. especially if you're sleeping in tents, you can... Uh, stumble in a heavy thunderstorm and uh, mm. it's pretty scary. It's happened to me sometimes and when, um, when the thunder is sitting <laughs> is <laughs> close to your tent yeah. it's pretty scary. And Do you remember uh, that
2: story, Enrico? Sorry to interrupt you. About um, uh, Ted Gore when he was in the Dolomites quite a few years ago now and he was up before it became famous. You know, the Famous Trecime in oh, the yeah. Dolomites, and he got a shot up there with a lightning strike. I don't know if you've so seen it, that shot.
1: That place
3: is pretty is pretty safe because. Uh, you, um, did you visit that place?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So
3: when you are in the, on the in that vantage point, there is a there is a cave. Yes. So yeah. I, I, if the, the storm is hitting close to your shooting point, you can move in the cave. And you can wait. move in the
2: cave. Yeah, yeah sure. Mm.
3: I, mm. I did the same in my popular shot, Deshing to Rivendell, because, mm. well, that time was totally random because it was the first time for me in that place. And mm. But when the, the thunderstorm is falling up on my head, I, I, I fled in the cave because was the... That- <laughs> That was the only place where it it, it, it wasn't uh, exposed to the lightings.
2: Yeah.
3: It's pretty bad when you are in the middle of a storm in the Alps, especially in July or August when, when they are pretty violent.
2: And, and things can uh, they can change so rapidly too, can't they? The conditions can just yeah, change sure. in a second. Yeah, it's incredible. Definitely.
3: That afternoon was was exactly in that way. Uh, I, I was just strolling and shooting around, and was just sun and clouds, and then suddenly the the sky turned in pitch black and
2: started. Wow, rain. that's the best yeah. though, isn't it? That's yeah, what yeah. landscape photography is when you get yeah, those sure, conditions. Uh, you have just to take care. You don't have to to,
3: to have uh, yeah. too much fear while you have just to 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 take your precautions if it's mm. too dangerous.
1: Mm. Yeah, like not holding your tripod up in the air for one thing.
3: Yeah, especially <laughs>
2: <laughs> especially especially with the end of your tripod you've got to lock a camera.
3: Yeah. Well, not no. a good idea, is it? <laughs> well the the key is to drop everything. If really if that is happening, you have to sit down and form like an egg shape without all your metal stuff. Uh, you have to drop the stuff 100 meters from you, and then wait. Mm. That is the is the only way to be safe if is if if the situation is serious. But usually uh, when you are shooting a, at an elevation that is between uh, 1,600 and 2000 you have a lot of places where you can uh, take refuge maybe there are rocks and okay forest is never a good idea especially if there are a few trees but if you if you flee down in the in the woods that are usually are hanging up in the mountains that, that is really safe. Anyway, there is a risk. Uh, when you are shooting in the mountains during a, a storm, a little of risk there is. But
2: that oh, is of course. Mm, to mm. it. Definitely. It's not like walking through the Lake District, is it? Huh? No. no. No, it's pretty open there, no. really. Mm. Have you been over to the UK, Enrico? I know you've been to Glencoe before. Have you travelled anywhere else for photography was, in the UK? I
3: was in Wales in 2012.
2: Okay, so Snowdonia? Yeah, yeah. Hmm.
3: No, uh, I visit um, uh, Anglesey Island and the Pembrokeshire. Oh, yeah, here. yeah, uh, and very nice area. And uh, I, I visited all the location where they filmed Robin Hood and *Harry Potter*. All uh, the coast. Uh, that is yeah, yeah. pretty epic. And then uh, when I went to Scotland, I spent a couple of days in the Northumberland, and I visited oh, yeah. some. Uh, uh, of the famous castles, uh, Annick Castle, Denberg,
1: Bamberg Castle, Bamberg and Kitche Bamburg. Bamburg. Yeah. Oh,
3: there is an uh, Olwick, Olwick Castle, Annick, uh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Sorry, my bad pronouns.
1: That's oh, all right.
2: You can't, <laughs> you can't speak Scottish.
1: Come that's where they right. shot. That's where they shot some of Harry Potter. I think is Annick Castle. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah, where yeah. I'm. Fr- that's where I'm from originally. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. A ah, beautiful area. Yeah, it is. It's, it's lovely over there. Beautiful landscapes.
2: Yeah, it's lovely over there. Spoilt for castles, that's for sure. Enrico, Stop. I was noticing recently um, in your latest work that you've been putting out um, that you, your style has changed a little bit. I think it, it seems to be a little bit less. I mean, let, let's face it. You, you, in my eyes, you you discovered you know dark processing and. And 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 shooting scenes with very very dramatic um, lighting, etc. Yeah, I, I feel like I've noticed recently, or it's just that's just chance because that's what you've been what you've been capturing. That your your images seem to be a little bit softer, not not as loud yeah. isn't the right word because you, it's not bad being loud. But you feel like I, you've just. I know, I know exactly what
3: you mean, and hmm. I think it is. Uh, is a choice that I made because I love to to transmit the feeling of pain in my works. And uh, I think the excess of contrast is making the pictures too similar to cartoons and 3 mm. stuff. And I don't like that feeling. I, I prefer a little more natural feeling or a little more softer. Of course, during the time there are evolutions uh and uh, your tastes are changing over the time. Yeah, and definitely. You are yeah. well, influenced by many things, just imaging, to the movies. Mm-hmm. Think only to the technology mm-hmm. that you can see in movies like Avengers and Game, and uh, maybe Harry Potter. That is twenty years mm-hmm. before. Everything is yeah. changed and. Uh, so from that you can, you unconsciously you are influenced if your uh, visual style is changing. And mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's totally natural. Also, painters were influenced by this kind of things. For example, talking about the British painter, uh, William Turner. He, yeah, he William was, Turner.
2: Yeah. yeah, William Turner. Mm. Yeah. He makes good, he makes good uh, fine art paper too, William Turner. <laughs> yeah, made, top luck yeah.
3: <laughs> at the beginning of his career he was painting very realistic and detailed paintings and then later uh, he was painting more abstract and uh, yeah. in i don't know the word english anyway more abstract and uh, uh, ethereal minimal landscapes,
0: oh. mm.
2: ethereal. Yeah.
0: Do you ever see yourself doing? Um, for you, yeah, Do you ever see yourself doing more minimal shots, more of uh, shots like that? Do you ever see an interest in in like a negative negative space, and or can you always see yourself be driven to the uh, ground the ground landscape?
3: Well, uh, yes, I I I changed. I mean, sometimes when I am in the field, I focus my attention to abstracts and details, and not exactly ethereal like uh, um, the paintings of of Mr. Turner, of course. But uh, for example, I had a beautiful experience in two thousand. Seventeen, when I went to Iceland for uh, a workshop with uh, mm-hmm. with my partner Javier de la Torre, and um, one morning uh, it was very early because it was the first turn to enter in the ice caves, and uh, we went there with ten people, and of course I was behind the stack. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, <laughs> <I> was <laughs> it wasn't possible for me shooting a traditional landscape, but I think that was awesome because I had the chance to admire the details and the uh, abstract forms that were uh, changing in the ice thanks to the light of the sunrise Mm. and that was truly amazing Uh, i think that is one of my favorite series of photographs and maybe are not very popular among my fans or uh, on social media but i totally in love for this picture especially one that uh, well i can show you that picture actually one second so I know you can't see because it's <laughs> it's a podcast, but it's just to um, to to show you exactly what I mean.
2: Uh... Um, I'm yeah I know the ones that he's talking about. Actually, to be honest, for me, Enrico, that's probably um, probably my favourite work of yours. Also, too, because it was the ones in the ice cave. Yeah, I, uh, I really appreciated those because I think too. Sorry for who follows you could actually appreciate that you would you did something and something different had captured captured your attention mm. and well, i think that 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 did make it special mm.
3: well and the, especially the, the, these shapes for me were uh, very similar to the the designs and paintings of Giger, the, the, the designer of alien you don't know you, you know the, mm-hmm. the artist And uh, for me, it it, it was truly fantastic. As you can see here, there is a scene uh, of the cave uh, uh, taken from behind the stack, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) and (laughs) this is one of the guys that were was posing for the other photographers, and I was just on the side, and I was shooting this area here. Just I was shooting with 400 millimeter millimeters, and I was focusing my attention to these teeny details, and uh, it was just fantastic because uh, I had the chance really to find things that were totally
2: uh, unexpected for me. <clears throat> um, one second. I think because... who's, who's listening to the uh, to the podcast or, or seeing this on YouTube when it comes out, guys, just scroll through Enrico's uh, profile on Instagram and... If you scroll down a bit far, you'll 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 see the images that we're talking about. It's still on your profile, isn't it, Enrico? Or did you delete them?
3: <laughs> no, there are, there are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure if website. you scroll
2: through them, you can. Um, oh, yeah. Go straight to Enrico's website and see them. Mm. Uh, there
3: are this kind of details, and my favourite was definitely. Uh, wait, uh, I think this one. Because there is like a face in the eyes, you can see. It, mm-hmm. Or it's just my vision. Maybe too much wine is harming my mind. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's what's wrong with me. I haven't had a drink tonight. God damn it! That's what's wrong with you. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah. For those of you uh, don't know that I I have did a fifteen hour shift today and hurried to get home to. I'm trying to look for your photo on Instagram, but i realised I was actually looking at my profile. <laughs> and I thought, these photos are shit.
4: <laughs> if you're watching this, then I assume you're someone who is passionate about both photography and the natural world. Over the last decade, I'm sure you've seen the incredible growth in photography. Everyone has a camera these days, and everyone wants a beautiful nature photo to share with the world. Unfortunately, the passion to capture that image often overrides thoughtfulness. Wildflower fields are being trampled and destroyed. Delicate, unknown locations are being widely advertised, bringing crowds of people, transforming wild places into urban spaces. Regulations, private property, and the well being of wildlife are ignored in the pursuit of an image for Instagram. If such things weigh heavily on you, consider joining Nature First the Movement for Responsible Nature Photography. This is a global initiative to help recover the role of nature photographers as caretakers and ambassadors of the natural world. There are no membership fees, no ads, no gimmicks, just an opportunity to be part of this global initiative of nature photographers dedicated to caring for the natural world. You can learn more at naturefirstphotography.org.
2: Okay, so for who is looking through scrolling through uh, Enrico's um, profile here on Instagram or, or off his website, he's referring to the Ice Trilogy. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
3: no, it's part of that series.
2: Part of the Ice Trilogy. Okay. Excellent. So we're looking you at see these. A- sorry, 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 mate. Sorry, mate. Yep, that's the ones. Yeah. Yep. Very nice, yeah. yeah. Beautiful, aren't they? Yeah, Yeah, very nice, yeah.
3: Well, I think it's the best spot you can visit in Iceland for me. Well, ice caves are definitely worth it. If you have to, if you go there, uh, it's worth to visit the caves. Mm. Especially, I recommend to to book uh, an early tour like uh, the beginning of the morning, because usually there are few guys and it's not crowded. Otherwise, it's mm. complicated. If you want to shoot a grand landscape photograph, like um, the, the entrance of the cave completely empty with many people mm. is challenging.
2: Yeah. How do you see yourself in the, in the future, in the next few years, Enrico? Do you, do you visualize where you will be? What type of photography you'll be taking? You know, what destinations will you go to? Where, where do you see things going over the next few years? If you don't mind me asking, if it's not too too know, intrusive. There aren't, there
3: aren't secrets.
2: <laughs> well, if you want to know, if you want to know, you have to subscribe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, probably... Um, as soon as it will be possible again. I want to to return to UK. Yay! Hey. Yeah. <laughs> that group's getting uh, bigger, guys.
1: It is, uh, that group's yeah. getting <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, We're going to need a bus soon. Dark uh, National Park. And... and oh, oh, oh Darkmoor, Oh, really? Yeah. And yeah, jeez. I already planned a tour to Ireland, uh, north and south of 12 days, but
2: COVID fucked me up. <laughs> 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 Don't hold back, mate. Just speak freely. Fine. Yeah, just
1: call a spade a spade. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Enrico, so, tell me why you would like to go to Dartmoor. I'm interested. Uh, I love Dartmoor. Well, mm, Dartmoor I love it too. But I just, oh. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's an it's, it's amazing place, isn't it? But um, when another you're t- referring to Dartmoor, what part of it attracts you? Well, of course, the Wisman Wood, that
3: is just epic. Mm. Mm. But there is another place that I'm interested in, uh, a castle in ruins that lie above. I mean, oh, yeah. You know,
2: just Cor- not far Corf. from that Corf. place. Corf. Yeah, Corf, yeah, yeah, Right. Corf Castle um, was one of the first first photos I ever took with Fuji Velvia. Oh really? Fucking horrible shot, but still, it's 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 a memory for me. <laughs> Out of focus. Brilliant. Well, also, uh, my, my my shots from Wales are
3: horrible. I, 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 would, I would like to return, especially in Snowdonia, because I never I never been and uh, I saw many pictures from that place. And
2: yeah, uh, yeah, it's really. If you've been, Tom, you've been to Snowdonia, haven't you?
0: Yeah, and Angle, an angle sea, yeah. 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 We used to go to Snow quite a lot. Yeah. Snow is it's um it hasn't got that sort of um it's a word, like barren, like wilderness sort of feel like Scotland has. Like well, as wild as wilderness as it gets in the UK anyway. Mm. Um it's a bit more polished around the edges. A bit, okay. more, bit bit greener. Um mm. yeah, and it very compact. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's a bit more easier to get around. Mm. Um yeah, they got they've got some decent decent views there for sure. Lots of tarns hidden up in 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 the more little higher elevations. There's lots of little hidden gems that thought about that not many people go to. Mm. Because most most people don't most people go they're going up to that high, they tend to go, you
2: know, up up and on into Scotland or mm. or what have you So Maybe we, tend, we need to organise like the European Landscape Photographers' Conference. I can't understand why only the Yanks can have photographers' conferences and we can't in Europe. Well, you said What's that, man. go with that? Enrico, what do you think about that? Well, it could be very
3: interesting. When I went to Fotokina as a guest for Gizzo, I met yep. a lot of guys that were just chatting and enjoying the, the company of other photographers. But mm. of course, they were in that place for various reasons—for sponsorships or mm-hmm. just for for visiting the the fair for the news. And I think it could be nice to organize an
2: event for just for mm. landscape photographers or for photographers in general. It's it's sad, isn't it? I mean, uh, mm. that. Photographers in Europe don't have this sense of, of community like the you know like they no, do the, in North America. It's the, I,
3: I had the chance to to stay in a place with other landscape photography, but not for shooting, just for other reasons. It was very nice that the the, the, the feeling and the, the the sense of being part of something it, it, it's nice and it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, when, I, for example, when I went to the to the Treuenberg Super Circuit uh, uh, Gala, is just a party after the awarding ceremony in Siena, in Italy. I met a lot of guys from various parts of Europe, and mm. it was a very
2: nice experience. Mm. Oh, well guys, we will stuck getting a conference organised. Then, who's listening? Send us an email and we'll we'll get one sorted. We'll find the location. I think a special it, guest. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. We'll get Leica to. Um, they're going to sponsor us and they're going to give a free camera to everybody. Gitso's going to give us free tripods. It Gitzo too. Yeah, Gitzo going <laughs> to. Just basically everything Enrico Fossati has, we're going to get it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
3: Free <laughs> giveaway <laughs> for good. everybody
2: <laughs> sounds good yeah I, I think that would be a brilliant idea um, a landscape photography conference for European photographers we just need to find the destination the Italian dolomites in a big refuge hut sounds fantastic
3: yeah well mm. I think there isn't enough space in a refuge hut
2: mm. maybe the one at Trecime is big yeah, enough yeah you know, uh, yeah but yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. That could be a good location. Um, or the one in Glencoe. What's that? What's that? That hotel called in Glencoe. It's called I don't like, know. I, I slept in a in the bed breakfast when I went. Ah, uh, uh, there's one place. What's the name of it, Paul? You know it. It's called like the Man's Hotel or something. It's got some masculine name. King's Arms, isn't that? King's Arms or Kings Kingsman's Arms or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's the place to do it in. All right, we'll but, get onto that, guys. Sounds when good. I went to Scotland with Javier, we tried to book in hotel
3: a, a couple of times, but we mm. never found any any available room. Mm. Mm. So we, we spent the entire week in bed and breakfast. And it was
2: very nice. Mm. I had beautiful, very good breakfast every morning. Oh yeah. Bacon <laughs> and eggs, hash browns, beans. Yeah. 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 yeah King's house hotel. King's House Hotel, yeah. All right, King's House Hotel. Yeah, it's Please lovely. Please get in contact with us. It's a nice place. We're going though, to have... As well. Yeah, it is a beautiful place. Good food too, apparently. It is. Mm, mm, mm. That is a... Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get that sorted out. Enrico, <laughs> as far as locations, as a photographer, how do you see yourself moving in the next few years? Do you see a shift in something, something that's attracting you more? I mean, you've been talking about, you know, you've been contemplating over this last year that we've had. Um, Well, I have a very good What can people expect from you?
3: Well, what people
2: is expecting from me probably
3: is a, is a trip to New Zealand shooting the location of Lord of the Rings. But for me, Mm. it definitely is a demanding trip. Yeah. Not for, not I think it's not the, the cost the only problem. Is, I think it's just the amount of time that you need at least three weeks to go there and
1: mm-hmm.
3: and moving from south to North Ireland. And the, well, but that is definitely in the bucket list. <laughs> mm. And uh, probably another... Th- th- this one is more... Um, Probable is a trip to Vancouver Island in Canada mm. yeah, it's beautiful it's a stunning yeah. place yes yeah, that is place. another place that uh, probably uh, I will visit well I hope so <laughs> if this pandemic will, <laughs> will finish yeah and, uh, uh, and then also Yukon is another place that they would like
2: to the Yukon Yukon yeah. okay mm. 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 No, that is raw. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, relatively unphotographed,
1: under- though, isn't it? It's the Yukon, yeah, relatively. Yeah, it's not that widely photographed, is it, the Yukon? It's not like a, a massive. Oh, it's,
3: com- it's complicated to, to move mm. in the area. Yeah, there are a few roads and few places where to stay. And mm. I think you have to to rent a like, helicopters for. Moving in certain I know Mark Adams is is planning tours there, and there are a lot of helicopter taxi for moving from the various mm. locations. And mm. well, but there are Canada is just awesome. There are, there are thousands of locations. I was uh, two times there in mainly in Alberta and British Columbia, and on the icefield parkway there are all the most epic and no locations There are like uh, moraine lake peyta lake all the super famous locations but Hmm. close to those locations there are tons of other locations that nobody's shooting but the problem is always the distance for reaching a place you need a lot of time because maybe there aren't roads you have to walk and then you have to find a place where to sleep that is safe because he is full of grizzed bears. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bear! Hey, bear! <laughs> yeah. I remember my face. I, I, I would love a, a picture of me when I landed in the cinnamon boy and a ranger uh, told to us, do you have a spray for bears in there? There are many grids. So what? <laughs> And I was with a group of Canadian guys, but don't worry, <laughs> we don't know about Italians that were ate by bears. So, okay, thank you.
2: <laughs> God, that is crazy. Mm. It certainly is. It's so well, strange. One night
3: when we went to to the Nub Peak for shooting uh, down where there is the Sunburst Lake and Assiniboine Peak, and uh, that it was really scary because it was pretty late. Uh, it was almost blue hours, so we turned it on the the headlight for returning to the campground because there we went uh, to the campground and not to the to the lodge because of course the lodge is crazy expensive and you have to book in advance like six months before. God. And um, when we arrived to the when we started to going down to the campground on our Path was full of footprints of bears, like, of this dimension. No. We, yeah. <laughs> I, I oh. still have some snapshots on my phone of that episode. And uh, I, I was with a group of Canadians, and they said, oh, OK, but the problem, just talk uh, and listen to some music with your phone. And they were very relaxed, like...
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow!
3: Was normal like uh, a cat.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is it. No, I'd have I'd have some bear spray in my pocket. I think. Yeah, <clears throat> and my tripod yeah, would uh, be permanently fully extended, just to ready, yeah, just to. <laughs> uh, yeah, spikes for sure. And then, you just Yeah. got yeah, spikes. Ice spikes okay. Yeah, ice spikes yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, definitely. Wow. How we could literally, I could literally talk to you and Rico for Rico forever.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. Just, really yeah. easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just Yeah, it's just amazing to hear hear your story start to finish and, and how you go about your business. It's just uh very inspiring and I'll definitely be taking Thank you. taking forward uh a lot of what you said. Um yeah, and your post processing is something Photoshop is something that um I do use, but uh, I will be using. I have tried to be using more and more now, anyway. And um, I, I love of the luminosity masks and everything. It's a whole other. <laughs> a whole nother subject. Yeah, it's uh, crazy.
2: Crazy just to hear, you, to hear you talk about your processing. Really, I think anyone who's uh, anyone who doesn't know Enrico's work. Um, that well to you know. Please go and check out his his website mm. and, and and all over social media. But you know anyone who's really wants to step into the his world and, and way of thinking, I highly recommend his tutorials. I have them, and um, definitely go and check them out. Go and check them out. Yeah. they're great value for you, the great. amount of money you pay to be able to, to get something to value very valuable information. It's definitely worth. Definitely worth a purchase.
1: We'll put all those links down in the description below as well, so you can uh, be found really easily. Mm. Thanks so much for joining us, Enrico. Thank yeah, you for thank advice. you for, Thank you so
0: much yeah. for that. We're yeah. going
2: to have to yeah. have you back on, Enrico, huh? Because we could just, yeah, as Tom said, we could talk for forever or just yeah, yeah, sure. we'll just meet up I mean, at a pub.
0: Anytime. I,
3: yeah. <laughs> I don't have any plan. Everything is closed here in Italy. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> we will be in lockdown until the end of July, so <laughs> we have plenty of time for talking. So, mm, excellent. Thank you very much, and sorry for my bad
2: English. <laughs> <And> no, it is. <laughs> it's actually, is it it's, actually it's, yeah, it's, it's perfect, Enrico. You spoke very, very well. Very, very well. Uh, it's so a little rusty because I, 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 I can't travel
3: anymore. I have just to talk with myself. That time <laughs> <of time>. <laughs> <laughs>